Hey guys, welcome to Letters to My Daughter. I am so happy to finally be doing this. It is a couple of days past the time that I said I was going to launch this. And to be honest, I have had been having a ton of hesitation on to what the heck I was actually going to do. Um, because, you know, as perfectionist as I am in what I put out, and it's really hard sometimes to show up for ourselves, to be honest. Um, I find it a lot easier to show up for others, but for myself, it's not that easy or simple <laughs> if we could just get out of our head. So before I go on uh, a little journey with you, I want to tell you that this podcast will usually last anything from 30 to 45 minutes. I really wanted to take the time to do letters to my daughter and I I was inspired to call it that because to tell you the truth, like having a child, having a daughter has been the most significant thing that's ever happened to my life. It has been a life-changing thing. I feel completely reborn. And to be honest, it's a little I'm a little emotional even saying it because it's not something that I like to like vulnerability. We don't like to wear it on our skin, but that's basically what we do. So, I've been wanting to start this podcast because I believe that we all have amazing stories to tell and it is so important to pass down the knowledge to pass down the wisdom to our daughters that are coming after us and i feel that you know just the same as there's this kind of um amazing wisdom that is called the internet i think with stories and the way we tell them and we wait the way we bring people together are super powerful and as we become moms or our moms and you know and become grandmothers at some point that these are stories that can last with us a lifetime so that is the purpose of this podcast it's really to 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 share deep deep meaningful lessons but also just um, create a community of around what we're all going through right um i consider myself a millennial uh, but in a lot of ways i have an old soul um as i've been told um i feel like i lived many lives within one but it's just my way of being you know so i'm really excited to have you here guys i want to start sharing my story with you and i'm also very nervous okay it's my first podcast i've done facebook lives i've done um i've been on instagram I've, I've done social media and i'll tell you why i've decided to do a podcast um sometimes when you're sharing very vulnerable parts of your life and very vulnerable parts of your story not being on camera helps a bit <laughs> and that's part of why i decided the podcast maybe would be the best way and also to just have another avenue where you know i can be in your ear you know which is super cool and i take it as a super like i'm super grateful that you'd, you'd be listening to this and that you are you are paying attention to to this awesome podcast that i hope you love um but that's basically why why i wanted to do this um and my first episode i actually wanted to to call this i wished you weren't a girl and I'll tell you why, guys. Um, but before I jump into that, I want to say um, that I'm excited to have you guys here. And I can't wait to, you know, if you guys have any questions, please send them out to me. Um, this is my first podcast episode. I am not a podcaster. I'm not an expert on podcasting. But I do know that 
I have a story that I think many will resonate with. And if you want to get on this podcast, feel free to reach out to me. I would love to hear your story. Just send me an email. Tell me what you want to talk about and we can set something up. Um, But as promised, here is um, I Wished You Weren't a Girl. So I know someday my daughter will be listening to this and she'll think, what do you mean you wished I wasn't a girl? And it's something that I'm going to always think about. But I'll tell you the truth. When I found out I was pregnant, I was really praying for a boy. And here's some of the reasons why. I was praying for a boy because I am a woman. And I was a girl. And I understand a lot of the the inequalities, the vulnerabilities that we share as women are raised in a in a world that's tumultuous it's it's not always fair and things can always change really fast so i'll tell you a little bit about my background so you guys get to know me a bit so i'm based in toronto right now i've lived here for about it's gonna be 20 years and i am um i'm I'm originally born in colombia i'm an immigrant from colombia um i came in as a refugee with my family when i was eight years old so i've been here for quite a while um but i've gone through a lot as an immigrant as someone that was coming from a developing country as someone who was raised latina i speak spanish fluently i'm very passionate about my culture i enjoy dancing i i love I love love and I love happiness and I love dancing that is at the core of my soul and at the core of who I am Um, but I'll tell you something don't think that because someone is happy smiling being means that they are truly happy and I think that you know we get this misconception that when we see someone smile and being in the moment and being present that you know somehow they got all their shit together but it's not always the case (laughs) there's a lot of you know I think the people that smile the biggest and have the biggest hearts and give the most amount of love are actually the ones that have suffered the most Um, because they understand that in those moments that they do get to enjoy happiness relaxation you know community they take it they don't take it for granted they truly believe in it so they don't they don't they don't want to miss it right so guys so as for my first episode i'll tell you why i called it i wished you weren't a girl so as i was saying when i had found out i was pregnant it was an unplanned pregnancy i had no idea what was going to happen next you know i've only seen the glorified version of pregnancy which has been shown online social media tv tv shows you know where you know you have this beautiful nine months of pregnancy where you're glowing and happy dancing and painting the baby's room and voila you have a baby nine nine months later so i'll tell you i'll be honest like the first thought that came to me was like oh my god i hope she's not a girl and here's the main reason why my mom said to me once and my multiple times she said one day you're gonna pay (laughs) for the pain you've caused me when you have a girl and you'll realize the pain that you've caused me by your actions and i'll tell you why she said this not my mom is not a horrible human being okay i was a very 
rebellious child. I've always stead, stood against inequality. If I didn't think something was fair, I spoke my mind. I swore a lot as a kid, I'm not gonna lie. Um, and trust me, for a Latina coming from Colombia, that is just not acceptable, okay? Um, it's just not something you you do in a household, and I'm sure in a lot of other households, <laughs> a swearing kid is probably not the best. Um, but you, you'll... And the thing is, like, I have a hard time right now just trying to make sure that I don't tell you my whole story in one episode because it will really take a whole lifetime to listen. Um, <laughs> not that I, you'll have that. You'll have to listen for that long. But I'll tell you this. My mother, like I said, you know, I was very rebellious. I was the black sheep of the family and I didn't know how to fall in line. I just didn't. It wasn't in me to fall in line. It was in me to question everything. It was in me to stand up for other people. It was in me to fight. And I couldn't understand what I was fighting for. It just always felt like I had to fight. And that's my earliest memories of childhood. It was always fighting to be understood, to be um, loved, to not be, you know, to not be ignored. So in my mind... It just hit me at that moment and I was like, I really, really hope I don't have a girl. Because <laughs> my mom said I was about to I'm about to pay the price. <laughs> and as I sit here thinking about it, I think it's actually pretty funny. But that was the first thought that came to my mind. And I was actually really scared at that point. And from that moment on, I decided I was gonna have a boy. And let me tell you, I took that very seriously uh, me and my partner came up with a boy name we thought about all these boy things that we were gonna do and not that I was thinking too much about like what a boy does or what a girl does you know I really wasn't I was just trying to um, trying to you know Im- avoid the fact that it could be a girl <laughs> um, at all costs and I remember thinking okay, I have a name for a boy, I'm gonna buy neutral clothes just in case, but mostly we're like brown, grays, whites, yellows, blues, like I did not buy anything pink, I did not buy anything of that like very, or purple and stuff like that, I bought just neutral fun colors. And I'll tell you guys, like it was, it's really hard to imagine now that I have almost three-year-old, my little Avalume, it's really hard to imagine that I actually wished that because she's been the biggest blessing, the biggest gift, the biggest miracle that's ever existed in my life. She's made me look so deep and she's helped me look so deep inside me that I'm always like, holy shit, like where was this before, you know? Um, But I don't want to bore you guys. So here's the thing, like I truly believe that having a girl was gonna be like the worst thing that could happen to me because I could just imagine someone like me and in my mind I was the worst thing that ever happened to my parents I was disobedient I ran away from home I answered back I fought back I did not step like I did not I was just a very angry child and if you stick around for more episodes you'll learn why I was such an angry child um But here's the thing, I gave, I 
resonated that I because I was like that that my daughter if I was gonna have a daughter it was gonna be the same thing and I feel really silly and stupid actually for believing that but at that point in my life you know being 25 and just finding out I was pregnant with a a guy that I just recently started dating not too long ago it was kind of like not the easiest thing to 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 do but I knew that I wanted this baby so here's some reasons why I wish she wasn't a girl I wish she wasn't a girl so she didn't have to understand that there always be a double standard for her that she'll never be have the the she could never have the audacity to just be and have no one question her authority you know like i'm i'm going to be straight with you we think that you know feminism is everywhere and it's hit every every part of the world especially in canada but let me tell you we don't know what goes on behind closed doors we have multiple cultures in this country therefore culturally we are already divided and what happens behind those closed doors is not as forward thinking as you may think you know so i want us to keep in mind and i and i hope that she realizes that the reasons i say this is that so she becomes aware and i hope that Women, if you're listening, men, if you're listening, fathers, mothers, grandmothers, I want you to understand that every time you question your child, your daughter's authority of what she wants, of what she needs, of what she's asking for, you're diminishing her voice, you're quieting it down. And by the time she's probably around six or seven, she won't have a voice. She'll only know how to do what you tell her. So, one of the reasons I wish she wasn't a girl is because, unfortunately, her voice will never ring as strong and as powerful as that of a man. And you may say, Gisela, you're exaggerating. You don't know what you're talking about. Maybe you're hanging out with the wrong people. Let me tell you, I wish I was exaggerating. But I have searched and continue to search for a place where my voice is heard louder and louder. Where all I that where I feel more represented. Where I feel more heard. And it always starts off that when I I join a new community, I meet new people, it always feel I always feel heard. I always feel um like what the work we're doing matters but it doesn't take long for the facade to fall it doesn't take long for it to fall apart and you see the sexist cracks in the foundations that these communities friendships relationships partnerships were built on listen i am not naive i am not an angry feminist but I am not a naive woman. So let's read between the lines and understand that as much as we want to believe that we are living in this new woke age, it's not the case. It's really not. 
And I think that we need to go deeper because the deeper we dig, the deeper we're going to find the root that keeps holding us back in realizing a place where women, where girls are heard. Even the way we raise our children, specifically our daughters, to always be careful, to always They always have to be babied. They always have to be nurtured differently. They have to be more covered. Behave in certain ways. Or else they're not being girls. Now, like I said, that was one of the reasons that I didn't want to have a child. One was, let's be honest, your mom says, hey, you're going to pay the price when you have a girl. I was like fuck no I don't want a girl (laughs) secondly let's be honest I've been a woman my whole life and I know that our voice just doesn't ring the same way it doesn't demand that power it's changing don't get me wrong I mean it's definitely changing but it's a constant battle that we have to actively fight we don't get to just be we have to actively fight to have our voice heard to not get dismissed especially as a mom especially as a mom this conception of being a woman who does it all or a woman who you know has all her shit together doesn't matter it really doesn't matter now I know I'm sharing a lot with you guys like I said this is my first podcast guys and and the tone isn't, isn't as happy as I usually go. If you guys follow me on live, um, I have my handle is on Instagram and on Facebook is uh, Momlennials, M-O-M-L-E-N-I-A-L-S. Um, it's, about, it's called Renegotiate Your Motherhood Deal. And I started that in 2017, um, driven by the fact that I realized all my biases I realized all my misconceptions about womanhood motherhood about mothering about who we are at the core of our humanity and I wanted to start talking about these deeper issues that are not just fixed with a glass of wine when you're exhausted from mothering all day or a joint but of actual ways to help ourselves to heal from our past traumas but also to help ourselves be unapologetically, authentically, independently ourselves. And I don't know if any of that made sense to you guys, but I make up my own words sometimes and my own sentences. So just if you stick around long enough, you'll realize that I make a lot of the puns and a lot of the the sayings. I screw them up. I say them, the, I say them backwards. Um, that's still part of who I am so you're welcome (laughs) but here's the thing guys I wanted to do this podcast because I wanted to get intimate with you guys I wanted to go deeper I want to go to the places where social media I feel doesn't let me go to because I feel like my voice has to be this super entertaining super exuberant happy-go-lucky all the time but the truth is this this podcast letters to my daughter is an honest conversation from woman to woman from woman to girl from woman to grandmother 
to talk about what we need to be doing to improve our life. But not only that, to share our wisdom and our stories. I know that community is so hard to find now. We don't get to raise our kids the way we used to. I don't live beside my mother or my grandmother or my or my aunts and uncles. I have no one, as I sure know that most of you don't. But I do know that there's a lot of wisdom in, in lives lived. I love talking to 90-year-old women and men. They have the best stories, the best experiences, the best lessons. So I want us all to come together and share those stories. Because there's so many things I wish I knew about, about motherhood. I wish I was more woke than when I became a mom. I wish I understood more. But it took me hitting rock bottom, both as a mother, as, an, as a woman who lost her place in the world. And on this journey to, re, to regaining my identity, to reinventing and re, not even reinventing, but really just finding out who I am already. I've been on this journey since 2017 and it is a vulnerable one. And I'm here to, with open, an open heart and an open mind and I really want to go deep with you guys because I have so much wonderful stories of love, of miracles, of transitions that that I've gone through as I'm sure all of you do so if I can be in your ear for 30 minutes once a week I would be more than happy to share as much wisdom love and opportunity to just be a part of a tribe that really is trying to create change and to my daughter that when you're old enough to hear this podcast I want you to know how much I love you and how much I fight every day to be a better mom for you sorry guys that got a little sad there but (laughs) I just got emotional okay don't it's not all gonna be sappy, okay? I like to swear a lot as well, okay? I promise I'll make fun I'll make up for it in funny jokes. But seriously guys, um I really want you to come on board with me on this journey that I'm undertaking in this new podcast world. <laughs> because I do wanna share my story and I do wanna hear your story as well. Um this episode was a little bit all over the place, so I ask you to please excuse the mess. But what can I say? It is what it is. I decided to show up in my truest, rawest way. Um, And sometimes that means just being vulnerable. So I'm really happy that you joined me. um, And that you were part of my first episode. Um, And moving forward, I promise all the other episodes will be a lot of fun. (laughs) And guys, if you have requests... If you want to learn more about what I'm doing, feel free to follow me on Facebook. I am at um, Gisela um, Tangarife on Facebook, T-A-N-G-A-R-I-F-E. And my Mom Lennials group, you can find that on Facebook. You can follow my page, like my page. I am consistently posting 
as well as on Instagram. You can find me at at millennials. Um, and feel free to send me any requests. Let me know what you liked about this episode, um, what you didn't. And if you didn't, I'm sorry. This is just not for you. Um, but if you want to hear some more, let me know. Um, I will be back here once a week letting you in on the deepest parts of everything that has to do with motherhood, life, love, miracles, and just being a woman. So super happy that you joined me. I want to let you go with this. We all have preconceptions of who we are. And the more we go deeper into ourselves, we realize how deeply ingrained, how deeply rooted they are in us. So much so that I end up judging people that I I would hate if they judged me the same way I judged them. It's something I consistently work on. So guys, by no means am I perfect. By no means do I not judge all the time. And like, I am not the, the saint here. I am here just trying to figure out how we as women can help each other in a deeper way. In a way that is not just superficial, not a bandage, but deeper. Because I want to bond with you. I want to be a part of your family. So I welcome you. And I want to say that this is the end of my first episode. And I'm really happy that you joined me. Join me next time. And I will let you know what the next episode will be. Thank you for watching. Letter- watching. So used to doing Facebook Lives. Thank you for listening to Letters to My Daughter. Hey, it's Gisela from Momlennials, and this is Momlennials, the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. This is the podcast where we're going to get real honest about motherhood, entrepreneurship, and the female experience as a millennial. I want to bring you an awesome episode today about what the hell does it mean to renegotiate your motherhood deal. Now, this episode was pre-recorded from a Facebook Live that I did probably a year ago, and I want to... I want to bring it to you on this podcast because I think I said some amazing tips for moms that are really unhappy with the way um, they were introduced into motherhood and they were really not um, aware of all the things that were about to happen the moment that baby comes out. So I'm really happy you joined me and stay tuned. Here goes.